All right. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Windshield Time at Mountain Land Supply. Uh, today, we have a little bit of a special episode for you since it's uh, the Christmas season, and hopefully, this is uh, released the Friday before Christmas. We decided we'd bring in the whole executive team and talk a little bit about some Christmas memories. So I'm here with James Calvert. Hello. Say hi. Oh, I didn't know that was my signal. You can say hi. Hey, this is James. Hi. <laughs> Merry Christmas, people. <laughs> Brandon. Hey, everyone. Ben. Hello, everybody. And, of course, we had to bring in Bruce, unfortunately. Of course. This is Bruce. <laughs> And we're here with Spencer Schwartz, our producer, as always, but he's going to remain quiet. He agreed because we took his microphone away. So today we're going to have a little bit of a just a little roundtable on Christmas and kind of what it means to us, some some fond memories that we have of it. Um, I'll uh, I'll get it started. So one of my favorite memories uh, of Christmas. There's this old movie or this old video, and it's called The Gift. I don't know. Have you guys ever seen that? The Gift. So it's about this little, this young boy, and he's confused with what he's going to get his dad for Christmas. You know, he's looking through the Sears and Roebuck catalog, and he can't find anything. His sisters have found, you know, dolls and stuff. So he ends up buying his dad a tie, but he kind of thinks, I buy my dad a tie every year. And so he, his dad, has always kind of said, like, I, I've never seen your, your sisters uh, open up their Christmas gifts. So this young boy decides that his Christmas gift to his dad is going to be to go out before his dad gets up and do all the chores on their family farm. So he goes out and he milks the cow, he feeds the pigs, he changes the bedding for the animals. And when his dad wakes up on Christmas morning, he goes out to take care of the chores and they're all done. And so he's able to come back inside and his boy is, he faked being a little bit asleep so that he didn't have to go out with his dad when he discovered everything had been done. So his dad comes in and he sees his son at the bottom of the stairs and he just starts laughing and he says, oh, you got me. And then he sees his young daughters come down the stairs and they, they um, open up their Christmas gifts and it's a fun little Christmas morning. And he, he just starts you know getting emotional. He says, hey, this is the greatest gift I could have ever been given is to have you do that for me and, and serve me that way. So um, I had always watched that video. And it was kind of one of one of the ones that we would always bring on. We didn't have TV when I was growing up, so we had VHS tapes. And that's all we had. <laughs> so uh, that was one that we would watch every year. Um, so when I was about 11, my dad, uh, during the fall, he had fell and uh, injured his shoulder. And he ended up having to get surgery in November and uh, Christmas rolled around and my, I didn't have to do that or I didn't like do this specifically for Christmas. But when he went down injured, I started doing his early morning chores for him while he was recovering because he couldn't operate the tractors. Um, so I would go in early before school and I would take care of his chores for him so he he didn't have to do those specific ones with that specific tractor that he couldn't run. So on that Christmas when I was 11, I ended up doing all the chores for my dad. And that was one of the first times he was able to see my sisters uh, and myself and my little brother come in and, and enjoy Christmas morning. Um, so I didn't do it specifically for Christmas, but it had the same effect. So that was kind of one of my 
one of my core memories that's in there somewhere. So hmm. James, what do you, what kind of memories you got or favorite gift or something? Oh, I got a whole bunch. That was pretty cool though. I remember the gift now that you brought that up. That was a, that was always a cool one. Um, well, in fourth grade, we get, we, so Christmas Eve, we always went over to my uncle's, my cousins, where we'd switch off every other year. And one of, one of our favorite memories, we had this bingo game that we play after dinner and stuff. And it still goes on today. We still play it. And uh, it's just, it's out of control. And somebody always cries. The huh? The gifts for it? Yeah, the gifts. Okay. So we play bingo. And every time you get a bingo, you can exchange with anybody in the room. And then if you get blackout, <laughs> you win. And uh, there's always tears. Anyway, fourth grade. <laughs> a, a typical Calvert family event. There's always, oh, it ends with tears. Yeah, exactly. It's crazy. It, and I always take like one year, I wrapped up a box of condoms and put it out. And of course, my mom threw it <laughs> Remember, out immediately. We're keeping it was, this it clean. Was, it was we're keeping out. it it's clean. It's clean. They weren't used. Don't go any farther. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so fourth, fourth grade, my mom's like, don't you go anywhere. And I'm like, okay. Of course, my buddy comes over and he's like, let's go. And it snowed. So we're like running through the snow. Step on this board, comes up, hits me in the mouth, breaks off my tooth. Oh. Right at the gum line. <laughs> Christmas Eve. So. Like one of your front teeth? Oh, yeah. This one right here. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> my mom wanted to freaking kill me, man. Oh, and awesome. uh, so I got to go to the dentist and got a silver tooth. So my Christmas morning. Uh, pictures in fourth grade were with a silver tooth. Nice. We need to get a copy. And of the these rest pictures. of the year in fourth grade, I didn't get my white tooth till like May of fourth grade. So, as freaking front silver tooth, nice the dude. whole time. So, yeah, we need a picture. <laughs> so, like a gangster. But that's not my best memory. That's just uh, that's probably that's another. That's like not graduating seminary with my mom. So, <laughs> to meet my mother, don't bring those two things up, please. I hope she's listening right now. To piss yeah, off. She, like, Arthur. She calls you Arthur. That's my middle name. When I'm I in trouble, it was Arthur. Yeah, James Arthur. I knew it was Arthur, Arthur but I didn't. Like, oh crap! They she found actually out calls about you so Arthur. Did, which one did they find out about? Hiding your sister's legs or something? Yeah, that did happen too. <laughs> that wasn't good. But my favorite memory, honestly, was I was a soft, sophomore in high school, and that my parents were like, "What do you want for Christmas?" I'm like, "I want a muzzleloader." And my dad's like, I only buy you two guns. You get a twenty two when you're 11. You get a shotgun when you get your Eagle Scout, which I'm an Eagle Scout. Got it at 13. Nailed it. Yeah. Made my mother proud that day. <laughs> anyway, so he's like, I'm not buying you a muzzleloader. What do you want? I'm like, I don't, I don't care. Just whatever. And he brought it up like two or three times. And I'm like, nothing. So anyway, Christmas morning, I got a muzzleloader. And then the story after was, you know, because I'm like, you said you weren't going to get one. And uh, my dad just finally said, ah, it's the only thing he wants. So he got me a muzzleloader. Oh, that's, that's awesome. awesome. I was pretty pretty happy yeah. about that. So Way cool. The drug dealer came through. <laughs> the drug dealer. <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Thanks, dude. Uh, Brandon, what's yours, man? So we've gone down a few different veins here. So I'll, I'll tell you my favorite movie. It's not, uh, it's not the gift, but... Um, I remember watching White Christmas with Bing Crosby. Heck yeah, dude. I mean, one of one of the greatest of all time Christmas movies. Want to sing it? I, snow. <laughs> snow. Snow. No, um, love it. So even to this day, I still watch it every year. Love it. And my kids have gotten into it. And so it's 
that's our fa- I know you have a family tradition. I'm looking at Bruce here. Yeah, Bruce will bring you his. Bruce, in a we're going to have to. I'm going to bring up the fact that my dad would watch Silence of the Lambs on Christmas Day <laughs> as a family tradition. I hope everybody heard did, that. Did, we, did they we get They can't hear that. Spencer, did we get that? something to do with hair gel, but. <laughs> so, Silence of the Lambs is what Bruce's family would watch on Christmas Eve. So just if if you didn't hear that. So we're, but my family, we would watch White Christmas and to this day we still watch White Christmas together. And I think it's one of my most favorite movies. And I mean, you can almost do it verbatim, word for word, just through the whole movie and sing all the songs. Do you ever skip the part with uh, choreography? So that is actually kind of funny because that's probably one of the worst know, acts right? in that whole entire movie. Dude, I always skip that part because yeah. I can't stand it. Yep, I Maybe totally agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you talk about core memories. I'll tell you the one of the earliest Christmases that I remember. So when I was younger, I was born here in Utah. My family lived in Salt Lake uh, in Granger, and I was actually born at the Cottonwood Hospital in Murray, Utah. Mm. Um, and, uh, we moved to you or to Texas, Houston, Texas, when I was younger, lived there, moved back here to Utah when I was, I think it was seven and it was right around Christmas time. It was, um, mid December. And we used to live with my great aunt and great uncle, uh, while we were making that transition over. And it was actually right across the street from Cottonwood hospital hmm. at the time. And so, um, I remember my parents, you know, we're in this awkward stage. We don't have a house. And they're trying to do the business thing. They had their own business. And anyways, and I remember waking up Christmas morning. That's when I got my first bike. Oh, dude. And it was like this white and black bike, white tires. I mean, it was freaking awesome. I loved it. And I remember that the the air pressure was low in it. So I had to ride it down the street to the gas station. And I was able to fill it up on Christmas on morning. On Christmas morning. On Christmas awesome. morning. But this is in Houston, right? No, this is back. We moved, just moved back oh, okay. to Utah. And so we we still didn't have a house yet. We were still gotcha. trying to figure that out. So, and the, you know, I was six, seven at the time. And anyways, one of my best ones. Now, a core one that I think was uh, fundamentally changed just kind of, I shouldn't say fundamentally changed, but it was one that added to who I am and just how I look at Christmas and things. You know, this is a time we talked about uh, compassion, right? Um, I remember at, uh, I think I was probably like 12 or 13. My family did the sub for Santa. Oh yeah. And we found this family that was up in salt Lake up in, uh, I think Rose park. If I remember correctly, um, I had an aunt that was a teacher at one of the elementary schools there. And there's this family that needed some help. And so my mom, uh, started this. She said that year she wanted to take a family and help them. And, so I helped her. I'm the baby of my family. So I helped her get all the gifts and, you know, they had, I think it was like three or four kids and we we're trying to get all the gifts and trying to find toys and clothes and all this stuff. And then we got to, it was, I think it was Christmas Eve, if I remember correctly, I remember driving up and we got to deliver it, take it in. And Way I cool. remember, you know, they had some younger kids and we're taking the gifts in, walking in and these kids' eyes are just huge. And, you know, and you see this tree and there was hardly anything underneath it. And we just filled this tree just chuck full of all these presents. And to see these kids, you know, I just remember they were just so excited, so happy. And, you know, they've been looking at this tree for weeks with nothing, thinking that Christmas is going to be, there's not going to be much. And we just overloaded it. Mm -hmm. And 
they were just off the walls. The mother was crying. And I just remember that was one of the coolest moments I ever got to participate in for Christmas. And from then on, um, I think we did it like for four or five years after that. My mom would find a family and we would try and help them. And so cool. It was, yeah, it's, it's probably one of cool. the best experiences for me and uh, being able to participate in that. Yeah, that's so awesome. thanks to my parents, <clears throat> you made me a, a better man today, hopefully. So appreciate you. Very cool. Uh, that's awesome. Thanks, bud. Ben. My turn, huh? Well, I'll probably start with like a, a core memory slash favorite gift in one. When I was little, I would have probably been, I was 11. And let's just say I was probably not the best behaved 11 year old. And so, <laughs> Is there any kind of like all 11 year olds? <laughs> um, I, I think I was probably a little bit less behaved than average. <laughs> but my parents threatened me for months leading up to Christmas that all I was going to get for Christmas was a lump of coal. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> so, and I woke up, we got up Christmas morning and I had one like pretty good sized present under the tree and it was heavy. I was so excited because I don't remember what I had been asking for, but I just knew it was it. <laughs> and I unwrapped a lump of coal <laughs> <laughs> and it was the only gift I had. So it was a big lump. do they stick to their guns on that? So what seemed like hours, which was probably like a half hour, 45 minutes, watched my brothers unwrap their presents, oh, go through dude. all their stuff. My mom, my dad, I still had a lump of coal lump of coal <laughs> that is awesome and then i i did get a new shotgun okay like it it was it was stashed over in the corner head but so i got a shotgun for my 11th for christmas and so i mean i was super excited because i was a little redneck i'm sure everybody's surprised <laughs> and i immediately went outside and went i went for a walk and I got in trouble because I shot my whole box of bullets that I got before <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> but that would be my uh, that would be my uh, like my core memory wrapped into a, a best gift ever. And then along the lines of a, of movies, our family's Christmas movies, A Christmas Story. Yeah, mm, buddy. I watched it with my mom every year for like at home, and we still try to watch it every year. But Ralphie and Randy, yeah, man. Yeah, if you remember on A Christmas Story, the neighbor's hounds come and eat their turkey, and they the have to go eat a Peking duck for a Christmas dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so one year, we're a mixed family, for those that didn't know. You know, We have some kids from my wife's first marriage. We have a, a kid exchange on Christmas every day, every year. We exchange kids at 3 o'clock every year, like it's the rule. So that's in Salt Lake. So we always come out to the in-law's house. That afternoon, hang out at the in-laws, do Christmas there, have our kid exchange. Well, one year, this has probably been six years ago, give or take, the weather was too nasty to drive home, so we went and stayed in the hotel. And as we were checking in, the lady at the front desk was like, hey, I don't know if you guys are hungry or not, but this place is delivering. And they handed us a menu, and we were hungry. And like we had already figured that Maverick would be the only place open, but... So we called and ordered Chinese food. Yeah, baby. Had it delivered to our <laughs> room, and it was actually, I was either really, really hungry or it was really good, but we've done that every year since. So we eat Chinese food on Christmas in a hotel every That's year. That's awesome. Great Yeah, tradition. we've done Chinese food on Christmas, and it is actually pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's way cool. All right, Bruce. Okay, since it's already been let out of the bag that uh, growing up, my dad, every Christmas Eve, to help him stay up in order to put like toys together and stuff like that. He would watch movies. 
Um, and generally that movie would resort into Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> so every time I watch Hannibal Lecter, it brings the spirit of Christmas. Oh my heck, dude. <laughs> um, but one so of the, all, everybody who says Die Hard is a Christmas movie, now you're yeah. going to try and insert Silence, Silence of the Lambs. Of the too. Lamb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we peel exactly. back another layer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but one of the things that I really liked that my wife and I have done from a tradition standpoint. So years ago, we got involved with the Elf on the Shelf stuff, mm-hmm. which is highly annoying mm. because I can remember specifically the first year we were super into it. Like we would do really creative things. And then year two, we just started running out of ideas. And my kids were like, hey, you did, why did this Elf, our Elf's name's Parley. Why did Parley do the exact same thing he did last year? That's a very powerful name. Hmm. So one of the things that it morphed into is um, Parley would bring gifts to start off the Christmas season. So it started off as like a Christmas ornament um, that generally represented something that we'd done during the year. And then it got added to Christmas pajamas. And that has been one of my favorite things because there's only a certain amount of Christmas pajamas you can buy. So those Christmas pajamas turned into onesies. Nice. Oh <laughs> matching gosh. onesies for the entire family. Oh, And man. at first when Amber and I did this, I'm like, there's no way on earth anyone is going to wear this onesie. And our kids lived in them for the entire year. <laughs> and in fact, I got this like buffalo plaid onesie. It's terrible. My kids wear it now. Like the Buffalo it's, Bills? No, like the red and oh, black. Oh, red and black buffalo yeah. plaid. So I wore it. It was terrible. Super hot. I'm like, I got to throw this away. But my son Carter took it. He was wearing it last week. And it's just fun with that. The Christmas pajamas, it's like it represents, you can remember specifically the year that it was given. Hmm. And and we have like a Christmas tree that has ornaments on it. And it's just fun to see how certain things can take you back to the year that it was given. Yeah, that's cool. It's been really cool for us to do that. Yeah, one of our, one of our trees, well, we have like two trees. The tree in the basement has ornaments from everywhere we've ever been yeah. so every trip we ever that's go on awesome. that's and it's our favorite yeah, yeah. tree that's and even though it looks like that. crap my tree today is that i yeah. always buy you guys know i've been with you guys I always buy a christmas ornament and yeah. yeah my trees just all places i've been so yeah. yeah we have to have a pretty one upstairs and then we yeah. get the fun one downstairs but it's fun to take those ornaments oh, and put them on oh yeah with your kids and then have all those memories. all those memories yeah be able to talk about it and everything yeah. like that I remember when we did this by the way elf on the shelf we Chris Lee and I just had this conversation this weekend about it. And uh, my youngest is nine, 10, and he's still, he's kind of there. Oh, yeah. Still. So, Elf on the Shelf, one of our daughters wanted to do it this year. And so, Chris Lee said, Terrible. fine, but you have to take care of it every single day. I'm not doing it. And we're, it's the 4th of December or whatever, and she's already <laughs> done with it. And so, but it's now, lot, now it my is. youngest, James, is like sitting there thinking, okay, we're, what's, he's watching and yeah. understanding. But they did over the weekend, I have to just say, I thought this was really creative. I, I hadn't seen this one. There was a bowl of water on the counter, and it had a carrot in it. And I see it from a distance. I'm like, what in the heck is this? Like, just thinking, like, one of our kids did something and didn't clean up after themselves. So I go to throw it away and put it away. And there's a note, and it's from the elf, right? And it says, hey, James, um, I brought you back a snowman from the North Pole, but I think it melted. Oh. So I looked at it. It was a bowl of water <laughs> with a carrot, and it had two little eyes. <laughs> that's awesome. I was like, that is. That's clever. That's, that's that was really, good. really, really good. So. That's funny. But I offer the shelf hearts. That's exactly what happened at our house last night. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, that you guys do the elf too? Yeah. What's your elf's name? Well, we have two. We have one named Starlight, and we have one named Sprinkles. Starlight and Sprinkles. <laughs> nice. What about you? 
I'm trying to remember. I don't. I'd have to text Chris Lee. Ours okay. is Louis Gimble. Louis Gimble. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm gonna text her and see. I don't know off the top. That tells you how how good of a father I am. I don't pay attention <laughs> to this. So Calvert is your Christmas tree then named uh, hashtag sales calls. <laughs> Should be. That's actually pretty good. The sales call tree. Yeah, sales call tree. Maybe that we're gonna go really with that. Good. That's way good. Yeah. All right. Well, that probably brings us to the end of this episode. We might want to put a disclaimer on it, like, "Hey, if you got believers out there, you know, maybe pull them well, away I from think the shorts." You said that it's you checked it not for kids, so it doesn't matter. Just well, don't listen to I, it I in I the think car. Keech might yeah. still be a believer. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, our, our for sure. name of our elf, Chris Lee just texted me back, Sprinkles. sprinkles. Oh, really? We have Sprinkles as well. Nice. Good twin Sprinkles. Yeah. Anyways. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for jumping in on this one. This has been fun. Yeah. So well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, and thanks for all you guys do. Appreciate you. Merry Christmas to everybody. Merry Christmas to everybody out there, and thanks for spending a little bit of windshield time with us. We'll see you on the next trip. Have a good one.